now it's time for the Ask Dr. Tommy Show, featuring health news, opinion, and insight from Wesley Chapel's concierge medicine physician, Dr. Tommy McElroy. And thank you for joining us today. This is the Ask Dr. Tommy Show. I'm Dr. Tommy McElroy, and I am a concierge medicine physician in Wesley Chapel, Florida, which is just north of Tampa. And uh, we have a lot of good... Um, Contacts that we make throughout the community in membership medicine that includes direct primary care and concierge medicine. And today I have a privilege of talking to Dr. Jeff Wax, who is the owner of Patriot Direct Family Medicine. And Dr. Wax, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. This is quite the honor. Yes, sir. I appreciate you coming on. I saw you. Um, I saw that you were having a town hall coming up, and I wanted to uh, get you on before that because I know uh, Bill Cosart and. And he is helping you with that, and I thought that this would be a great opportunity for both of us to share the word. Yeah, we're really excited about that. I mean, uh, recently in the news, we're seeing that premiums are going up. And, you know, I think for for especially companies, in addition to individuals, this is really um, affecting their bottom line. And companies especially are looking for alternatives to um, the conventional insurance model. Yeah, tell us about what your what your business is like. So you are a primary, direct primary care business. So everybody who listens to this podcast basically knows what it is, but give your short description of what you call direct primary care. Sure. So direct primary care is um, a relationship between the patient and physician where um, there essentially is no insurance company. So the patient pays usually a, a monthly membership towards the physician, uh, and in return they get concierge-level care. So they get um, 24-7 access to me by phone, text, or email. Same or next-day appointments are guaranteed. All the scheduling is easy online. Patients have unrushed appointments. Mm -hmm. So in my practice, uh, the intake appointment is usually 90 minutes long. Mm -hmm. Follow-up appointments are usually an hour long. And we really get to know each other better. We really have a more personal relationship um, I really get to take a look at patients as a whole person instead of individual problems. Mm-hmm. And the overall level of care is a little bit higher. Tell me why did you name your uh, uh, practice Patriot Direct? I, I like it. I went on your website, and the first thing there is a, it looks like a picture of the Con- Constitution or Direct Declaration of Independence signing. I thought, well, isn't this amazing? Because I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of the Constitution. Uh, how'd you get Patriot Direct Family Medicine? Sure. So, um, you know, in my old practice, um, it, visits typically were, you know, very rushed. Um, it, patients were limited to one problem per visit. And what I always felt like was that it wasn't just myself and the patient in the room. Mm-hmm. There was also the insurance company in the room or the third payer in the room. And it was binding. It was kind of both in, enslaving for myself and the patient. We both wanted to talk more. We wanted to get to know each other and have a more deeper relationship, but we were we were bound by this system. Mm-hmm. And the, the models that um, we kind of model ourselves after, you know, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, Benjamin Franklin, these were people who, you know, found themselves in a system that was intolerable and uh, were able to make a big change to say, no, we're not going to tolerate this. We're going to do something different. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to break away from what was at that time the mainstream and and do something revolutionary. And that's that's kind of how I see this 
company and how I see this whole movement is really a revolution in how we think about about primary care and healthcare in general. That's interesting that you bring that up because I never thought about it that way, but that's true. And um, what one of one of the things that I find interesting is the uh, percentage of patients that I meet or prospective patients who are interested in what we do. And they said back during the days of the revolution, there was about a third of the people who wanted who were pro revolution. So the, the way I, I learned about it is there was about a third who were pro Britain uh, for the crown. There was a third who just kind of didn't care. They're just out doing their daily lives and not really paying attention. And whatever happens, happens. And then there was a third who wanted to break away and form this independent nation called the United States of America. Um, what is your experience? Do you think there's how many? What percentage of let's call them the uh, healthcare consuming public is interested in uh, joining like right now versus how many are, are maybe that third that don't know exactly what's going on? They just kind of go about their day. That's a really interesting question. I've never been asked that before. Um, My experience you know, is it's think, small. I think it's very small. I don't know. I think it's much less than a third, but I don't know. That's why I was trying to think where you're at in Massachusetts, if there's a difference. Yeah, I think it's it's difficult to say. I would say the majority of the people who I talk with this about uh, have never really thought about it before. Mm-hmm. Um, but once we get going, they're easily... Um, amenable to the idea and convinced that it actually it is mm-hmm. uh, a model that makes sense. Um, I don't, from the Google Analytics data and trends that I've been looking at, I don't think that many people quite yet are, are thinking about it. Like you say, I do think that it is a minority that um, is starting to think about concierge mm-hmm. as, a, as a model that makes sense um, for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, your, co- your colleague up there in Massachusetts, Dr. Jeff Gold, has this uh, idea that he calls it the direct bell, direct care bell curve, where he thinks there's uh, majority of the patients are in the middle of the bell curve, where they are falling one side or the other of this uh, divide that says that they're interested and they know a little bit about it, or they know a little bit about it and they're not interested. And then on the the tails of the bell curve, you have the two and a half percent who immediately want it and are, are want to sign up that day. And then you have the other side of the coin where there's the, the ones that immediately get it, understand what it is, and don't want to have anything to do with it. They don't want to have anything to do with something that does not involve using their insurance. And I think that's kind of where I'm at. I think it's, it's, it's kind of a, a bell curve, but there's also a, a, point, a part of it that I think is, back to what you said, is awareness of it. Are they aware of it? And there's this thing called the buyer's journey that I've recently been um, investigating and it talks about the different stages of a buyer's journey and there's an awareness stage where the person is expressing or ex- experiencing symptoms of a problem and then there's a consideration stage when they have a clearly defined uh, problem and then they have an opportunity and then there's decision stage uh, where they have the um, solution to their problem and so they've decided and I think a lot of the people I meet or in the awareness stage, they had they know there's a problem, but they weren't even aware, like you're saying, that what what we do is even available. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I think that most of you know my my practice is a little bit interesting because I practice something called functional medicine, mm-hmm. and I would say at this time most people are seeking me out um, mm-hmm. first for the functional medicine, and then end up staying really for the for the direct primary care and the and the increased service that I provide through that. But functional medicine is, is basically a, a different way of looking at medicine. It, um, 
instead of looking at really what is going on and what the diagnosis is and how to give a medication that blocks it, functional medicine really looks at the underlying causes behind things. It looks a lot at nutrition, Mm -hmm. gastrointestinal health, hormonal Mm -hmm. health, you know, detoxification. And a lot of people are really interested in this new paradigm for looking at health and wellness. And um, the results that I have with my functional medicine patients are really remarkable and that is something that more and more patients are starting to look at. Yeah, that's really interesting. I like offering new things. And before I started doing private, uh, private practice, I was, you know, I was just aware of some of the uh, basic things that we do in medicine, the kind of, you know, standard stuff. And now that I've started to do in concierge medicine, actually, I credit the patients with introducing me to a lot of these alternatives. Uh, this is the Ask Dr. Tommy Show, and I'm talking to Dr. Jeff Wax. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about his practice in particular. What is functional medicine, and how does functional medicine uh, differ from traditional medicine in the, in the practice? And this is the Ask Dr. Tommy Show. We'll be right back. Hi there. This is Dr. Tommy McElroy. You didn't go to medical school so you could fill out paperwork. You got into medicine because you wanted to help people. You want to make a difference. You want to heal and connect with your patients. Atlas MD is the EMR that will help you get to where you always wanted to go. Learn how to transition your practice to direct care and learn more about Atlas MD EMR at atlas.md. That's A-T-L-A-S dot M-D. And thank you for joining us again. This is the Ask Dr. Tommy Show, and I'm talking to Dr. Jeffrey Wax, who is the uh, physician behind Patriot Direct Family Medicine, which is a fairly new uh, medicine practice in Massachusetts. And uh, before we were at the break, we were talking about functional medicine. So give us an overview. You talked about functional medicine looks more at the causes versus, the, you know, the treatments necessarily, you know, mm-hmm. trying to find the underlying cause. Give us an example of how functional medicine would work with maybe if you can, like a traditional approach and then more of a functional medicine approach. Sure. So let's say you have someone who has um, anxiety, um, anxiety, you know, someone who's maybe having panic attacks or just is a little bit anxious on a day-to-day basis. Uh, if you if this type of person would go to their conventional primary care physician, the typical approach would be to prescribe a medication, um, typically a uh, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, something like Zoloft or Celexa, and this medication would kind of artificially change the neurochemicals in the brain mm-hmm. um, to help kind of dampen the anxiety. Mm-hmm. The functional medicine approach is to take more of a holistic uh, view of the patient and say, okay, well, why is the patient having anxiety? And the root cause is can be one of multiple different things. Um, one, gastrointestinal function. Mm-hmm. So what a lot of people don't realize is that much of the neural system is actually located in the gut. And there's a, what we call a gut-brain connection, um, whereas they actually literally communicate with each other. So, for example, when you have butterflies in your stomach, mm-hmm. that's literally your, your brain giving signals to your stomach that's causing digestion to happen. And actually the same thing can happen the other way, where digestive inflammation, um, dysbiosis or overgrowth of bad bacteria gastrointestinal inflammation, these things can actually cause um, anxiety and disruptions in the serotonin and dopamine pathways in the brain. There are different hormonal, yeah, 
Yeah, I think most people are aware of that, that when they do, you know, have some type of stress, like they will have some gastrointestinal. But I never thought of it the other way around where the gastrointestinal portion could uh, cause you to have a a neurologic problem. But that that makes perfect sense to me. Mm -hmm. There are also a lot of hormonal issues that can happen, um, vitamin and nutrient deficiencies, essential fatty acid issues. Um, toxicity issues. There are a lot of different fundamental imbalances that can lead to the symptoms and disease that um, people suffer with. So then once you identify those, then you'd be treating more what the imbalance is or what the uh, problem is at the root cause versus just giving them a medicine, like you said, for anxiety or depression. Maybe find out a reason that they're having the anxiety and depression and try to treat that instead. Exactly. You know, I the way I see it is medicine is a tool mm-hmm. and it's the tools aren't good or bad it's all about how we use them mm-hmm. and i think unfortunately in our society we tend to overuse medications not to say that they're bad and that in certain circumstances they're life-saving and definitely appropriate mm-hmm. but they do have side effects and uh, personally i'm of the belief that the first step should always be a more natural approach an approach that really tries to solve the underlying issue Um, And if medication is needed, that's fine. But patients really like the idea of of fixing the underlying issue a little bit more naturally than your typical uh, conventional doctor would do. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell us a little bit about your background. How did you get, uh, where where are you from? Where did you study? Where did you uh, go to uh, training? Sure. So I, I grew up in Massachusetts. I'm from Sharon, Massachusetts. I went to um, Tufts undergrad where I studied biochemistry and pre-med and then went to Tufts Medical School um, and then UMass Worcester for my family medicine residency. And then uh, when you were doing family medicine residency, at what point did you decide, you know, I'm not going to do the, uh, I'm not going to do the traditional type of practice. I'm going to do something different. How, How far along were you in your training before you came to that conclusion? Yeah, so I had originally learned about direct primary care in medical school. It was something I had kind of seen through my research and thought, oh, that's interesting, and kind of kept it on the back of my mind. And then when I went into residency, um, you know, obviously being in a conventional practice, seeing a high-volume type of uh, situation, I really was, and my colleagues as well, we were really thinking about is there an alternative to this? Is there a better way that we can provide high-quality primary care um, to the vast majority of people? And so when I was a third year and thinking about what I was going to do when I graduated, my options were to to submit my resume and um, try and find an employed job somewhere or, or start something different. Mm-hmm. And what I ended up deciding when I was a third year was that I really didn't want to invest any more time or energy into a system that's quite honestly broken. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to get out there and, and start investing in a, a new system that I thought was sustainable and that would provide the highest quality of care at the lowest price for mm-hmm. my patients. That's great. Yeah, I, I, I learned uh, early on that I wasn't going to be able to do it. Uh, in the quote-unquote traditional way because I I just couldn't. I don't think there would be a a very good fit for that type of practice on a primary care standpoint because um, I'm just just not good at, uh, you know, cutting to the chase in five to seven minutes and then maybe not being able to do all that I can do. 
and some other doctors are able to do that, and I just wasn't able to. So that's that's more of a problem with me maybe than the the industry, or maybe it's the other way around. But I, either way, it doesn't matter to me because I found what fits for me, um, like you did for yourself. Uh, this is the Ask Dr. Tommy Show, and I'm Dr. Tommy McElroy. And when we come back, we're going to talk with Dr. Wax about his upcoming event. He's having a lunch and learn. And then uh, some of the plans he has for the future and um, other things like uh, what is uh, going to happen in the future as far as in general with membership medicine. Please ask Dr. Tommy Show. We will be right back. Surgery Center of Oklahoma is at the forefront of a healthcare cost revolution. Healthcare really doesn't cost that much, but what people are being charged for it is another matter altogether. To find surgery pricing and to learn more about our specialists, visit SurgeryCenterOK.com. And thank you for joining us again. This is the Ask Dr. Tommy Show. And if you haven't had the chance to check out Atlas MD, I would encourage you to do that. Atlas MD is an EMR which I use, which is amazing to me because it combines so many of the functions of a software package that you would need for a primary care, direct primary care, or concierge medicine practice. Puts them all in one web-based software package. You can uh, do billing. You can do scheduling. You can do uh, communication with your patients via text, via video, uh, via email. You can also use it to do the EMR, which is what it is at its base as electronic medical record. You can use it to dispense medications. You can use it to uh, send medications. So it's, it's an unbelievably uh, useful tool, and I would encourage you, if you're a physician out there in membership medicine, you want to try something uh, that's different and especially made for membership medicine, I invite you to go to AskDrTommy.com and then click on the special offer for Atlas MD, and then you can get Atlas MD for 60 days, uh, which is a 30-day additional free trial over the uh, normal 30-day free trial that you get with Atlas MD. And uh, so I'm on with Dr. Wax, and Dr. Wax has a Lunch and Learn coming up on Tuesday, August 23rd at the Hampton Inn. So tell us about what you're going to do with that and how you're going to uh, – who, who's your target audience? Sure. So um, for those that you're out there in the Natick, Framingham, Metro West area, we're having a, a Metro West Employer Healthcare Forum. And the purpose of this forum is to really discuss the issues of, of healthcare from the employer perspective – as you probably know, health insurance premiums keep going up. Um, it's recently been in the news that, again, health insurance premiums are going to go up, and this is going to dramatically affect the bottom line for a lot of companies. And so different companies are looking at different solutions. Um, one of the most common things that is going on is there's a lot more self-insured and partially self-insured mm-hmm. um, companies, which essentially means that the company is taking on a little bit more of the um, risk by acting as the kind of the insurance company themselves and paying directly for medical claims, right. and by doing that, able to have a much lower premium. Mm-hmm. And they're also able to exert now, more control over what's spent and how it's spent. Yeah, they're self-insured now. When they do that, combining that type of model with a direct primary care physician is an, uh, an amazing combination and really the best of both worlds because what I do is I keep the employees healthy, I keep them happy, I reduce overall medical costs. Mm-hmm. Um, the medical literature shows that direct primary care physicians like myself reduce total medical expenses for the system in general about 20%. And so combining what I do with a self-insured or a partially self-insured 
type of model makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense in this healthcare economy for companies and you know individuals as well to think about their healthcare um, from that perspective as well. Yeah, if you want to learn more about it, go to patriotdirectfm.com, and that's the Patriot Direct Family Medicine website, and from there you can find the different links uh, to uh, all of the different things. There's a lot of interesting stuff on here. I was just getting on there about functional medicine and reading about that. You have a nice graphic there of the tree that shows the uh, symptoms as the above the ground and below the ground is the actual cause of it, and I kind of like that analogy. Um, where do you see membership medicine uh, going in the future, this kind of alternative pathway there is for uh, uh, patients and physicians to meet themselves, uh, meet each other, and solve their problems uh, without a lot of intermediaries? Where do you see this? Do you see this getting a lot bigger? Do you see it plateauing, or do you see it getting squashed by um, the powers that be? <laughs> yeah, I think um, in the future this will be the standard. Um, and if you think about it, that's really, it's the way that it should work. It's the, it's the model that best aligns incentives. So, you know, if you think about what insurance is and what it should be, it's for your unforeseen um, catastrophic type of things. You think about home insurance. What is that for? That's if your house were to burn down. Or auto insurance, that's for if you get into an accident. You wouldn't use your auto insurance for an oil change. And really that's how um, I see primary care. Mm -hmm. Primary care is your routine stuff, your health maintenance, the stuff that prevents you from getting sick. Your, you know, simple stuff, cough, sneezing, sore throat, runny nose, Mm -hmm. all that stuff is really doesn't have to be expensive. Dr. Gold always says it's it's really not expensive, but we've made it expensive by insuring it. Mm-hmm. And I think that the system and people in general will really benefit from from separating out health care from health insurance. Mm-hmm. We've always lived in a society where they're the same thing, but in reality, it, it doesn't make sense to think about it that way. We should reserve the health insurance for the catastrophic things, mm-hmm. and it makes a lot more sense just to pay cash for the routine primary care type of services. Yeah, to give an illustration of that, we have an employee here who recently had some labs done, and they have coverage for the labs, so their insurance covers the labs, and there's a basic physical panel. And I think the uh, price for us is about 40 bucks if we were to buy those labs for our patients, and then we pass, the, uh, we pass that along to our patients. We don't mark it up. Uh, and then the, I think the lab billed her insurance company, I think in the neighborhood of $600, but the insurance company said, no, we're not going to pay that much to the lab for these $40 labs. So the insurance company only paid the lab $400. So instead of paying, you know, 600, then they gave them a $200 discount and paid $400 for $40 labs. And you can quickly see if you, uh, extrapolate that across healthcare, how the cost of insurance has just skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Anything going on in the uh, besides your uh, um, lunch and learn? Any anything on the horizon for Patriot Direct? Any um, uh, new developments, or are you just going to continue uh, growing and uh, serving your patients there? Absolutely. So we're, we've been open about a month. Um, we opened officially on July first, and it's been uh, remarkable so far. The interest in the in the local community has been. Um, really remarkable, and so we're looking at hiring our first employee. Um, I'm going to bring another doctor on in, in probably the next six months, and 
um, you know, looking to continue to get out in the community, really become um, really a part of the community and meet more people and just mm-hmm. continue to grow the business. Yeah, you should consider doing a podcast on functional medicine. I think that would be a n- nice niche for uh, people like myself even to learn about it. So that would be a, mm-hmm. something maybe you do in your free time. I'm sure you got a lot of that, right? Oh, yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, good luck to you. And uh, we look forward to following your progress. And like I said, if you want to learn more about Patriot Direct Family Medicine, go to patriotdirectfm.com, and then you can read there about uh, the wonderful things that are happening up in Massachusetts. Thank you so much for coming on, and uh, we look forward to um, seeing uh, more of your progress in the future. Thanks, Tommy. It was great. I just want, before I go, I just want to put a quick um, plug in for the for the healthcare forum. It's going to be August 23rd mm-hmm. at 11:30 at the Hampton Inn in Natick on 319 Spean Street. Mm-hmm. So if um, you're a small business or even an individual in the area and interested in learning more, um, yeah, check us out on the websites or give us a call. Yes, and that's uh, partnered with MedFirst Partners, our good friends, and MedFirst Partners with uh, Mr. Bill Cosart. And uh, that's uh, something that I wanted to have out there because I know there's a lot of interest in it and people don't necessarily have the time to set aside to go on an individual basis. So this would be a good opportunity for anyone in the area to go and learn about it and uh, do this in a fun, friendly atmosphere and then uh, take home some good information. Well, thank you very much for coming on and we'll see you next time. And until next time out there, if you want to hear more about the Ask Dr. Tommy show, go to AskDrTommy.com. And if you want to uh, follow us closely, you can download the uh, show on iTunes. And until next time, bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today. For more show news and information, go to AskDrTommy.com. And be sure to follow Dr. Tommy on Facebook at Echelon Health and on Twitter at Tampa Direct Care. To learn more about Echelon Health Concierge Medicine Practice, visit Echelon Health online at TampaDirectCare.com.